1: you <laughs> $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's Hailvarsity.com. backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Damon Betting for getting this kicked off. Hale Varsity Radio on a Wednesday. Mike Babcock. I I, I can't smell, but I'm going to guess that there's there's some stuffing and some gravy and some Dare I say green bean casserole? Twenty-four hours—that's what we can say. Twenty out, twenty-four hours from now, Elijah, that there will be Thanksgiving goodies with the the Babcock household. Mike, how are we doing, bud?
2: I'm doing fine. Hey, thanks for having me. I agree with Damon Benning. uh, Have a happy Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Mike, tell us tomorrow. we, We yesterday we went through the the main dishes. You know, your turkey, or your prime rib, or your ham. Today I, I want to get into ask the
1: coaching search. Screw the Thanksgiving. Day. I was going to ask about pie
0: quickly. Let's warm up Mike a little bit. But Mike, what, what's your pie of choice tomorrow? I personally think pumpkin pie is overrated as hell. It's good, but it's very overrated. Do you have a pie of choice for Thanksgiving?
2: Uh, probably anything but pumpkin pie. It's overrated. Uh,
1: I'm with you. It's pecan. I like. The, key I like,
2: stand, like apple pie or cherry pie or something like that. Okay, so I'm not a pumpkin pie person.
1: So of this uh, of these names that have been out there in the coaching search candidate, who is the pumpkin pie of the coaches?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Every Mike, day, Mike's I like I next question. Gary Patterson's back in the hunt, right?
1: Oh dear God, no! <laughs> Gary Patterson's the the pumpkin pie in the in the Babcock uh, draft. Uh, on yeah, putting let's work...
2: uh, let's just get to the Iowa game and forget about. They'll have a coach for when next season begins. We know that.
1: Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Well, you have a, a name in, in Matt Rule that seems to have reemerged the last 24 hours. And maybe part of that is is Rule going on TV and going, you know, this is kind of fun, but man, I miss coaching. That's his tone, right, Elijah? Right, Babbers? That was the tone today with him being on Good Morning Football. Either that or he's just really, really awesome at selling himself and firing up several different fan bases be it nebraska or auburn
0: well i I have the audio pulled up if you want to take a listen to it
1: let's let's hear matt rule real quick and and babbers i hope you hear this we're gonna pray that you hear it we'll uh we'll let it fly here all
3: right um you know i don't i don't know Mm -hmm. i I really don't um you don't uh if i go back three years ago i was i was sitting at my table in uh uh uh, waco texas and i had a a pretty good life you know and um I made the decision to to come to the NFL because I I wanted to do it, and uh, my son was was going into his freshman year of uh, high school, and really, I had two goals. I wanted to, number one, I wanted to win the Super Bowl and bring a, a championship to Carolina. I feel like they deserve that. But I also wanted my son to graduate high school. You know, I, I've moved around. He's been to so many different schools and, and I just wanted to give him the gift of, hey, you can go to high school in one place. He's mm-hmm. been to 12, 13 different schools. Is that right? So Yeah. So he'll be a senior next year. And, um, you know, I was kind of like, all right, this happened. You know, I'll, I'll obviously listen to things. I know this, I don't care where I coach. It has to be the right fit. Mm-hmm. It has to be the right people. It's not really where it, I've learned it's who. And, um, But, you know, my son said to me, he actually said it to me last night, he said, Dad, you need to coach. Mm. I want you to coach. I'm like, but it's your your senior year, man. You're on the basketball team, you're on the golf team. He's like, Dad, um, you know, players, young people, they, 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 that's what you do. Mm. And so, I mean, I watched you do Bravion earlier from in, in the green. Like, mm. like I coached Bravion in college. Like, my daughters know him. Like, that's cool. So, so I don't know where I'll coach. I loved the NFL. I loved college football. Uh, more, Most importantly for me, I loved uh, pouring into young people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it stinks getting fired. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. It sucks, yeah. But but the calls and the text messages, like, Deion Dawkins texted me, and I'll tell you this, man, it, it, it meant more to me than anything else the things he said to me. And so, I just want to have an impact on people. Yeah. So whenever that comes, I don't know when it will be, um, but I got my son pushing me. What? Well, let's go here. Let's go there. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, maybe it could be Monday. It could be two years from now, but when it comes, you know,
1: I'll, I'll be ready. Uh- so he's, did you get any of that babbers?
2: Yeah, I did. I- okay.
1: So he, uh, he touched on his family life. You can imagine the, the coaching uh, life of, of families and having to, Uproot and move in twelve to thirteen different schools, so uh, his kid got to settle down in, in in Charlotte but you know if if Nebraska moves forward and goes with with rule uh, let's play that hypothetical for a moment. a guy that's built Mike, and a guy that is uh, good at at doing well in places he's not familiar uh specifically going in and and really hitting it off with a lot of the Texas. Uh, area high school coaches first, but doing well with decent recruiting numbers, but more so on the development side.
2: Yeah, well, development's important obviously, and recruiting is important. Nebraska's a little bit different situation than being at Baylor and being in that recruiting area of Texas, and he made the decision, I think, to hire uh, two or three high school coaches as assistants. We talked about this, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of whom is now the head coach at Texas Tech. Um, So he he was very wise in making his connections uh, to a state with which he had no really background um, to get those coaches on his staff, to get those connections to recruiting, which was an important part of it's an important part of any any uh, coaching position in college, I think. But uh, certainly in Nebraska, it's an important thing because, um, you know, low population base here. Um, you've got to get uh, you've got to get in the area i think it was always 500 mile radius for osborne Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of the way coach we've seen that he's been able to do that at temple uh and at baylor um so his resume looks good and when your son says hey you need to be coaching. I think you probably pay more attention to that even than your own reaction to what, you know, do I want to be an analyst on TV or, um, you know, do I want to get back into coaching when, you know, if my son said that to me, that would probably be the, the thing that tipped it in the direction of wanting to coach again. But he finished it with saying it could be Monday, it could be two years from now.
0: Well, do you you think that Monday is a weirdly specific date to throw down in a a random interview on Good Morning Football?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was a little bit curious there uh, to say that given the situation here. And, um, you know, seasons, the regular seasons end for schools. And the good thing about his situation is, He's not coaching a team that's going to a bowl game or something like that, which creates another issue or consideration when you're looking at a new coach. And I'm not in favor of coaches that have a team that's going to a bowl game and then they abandon the team uh, at that point uh, to take another coaching job. You know, I like to see a coach finish out just as I like to see players do that. And I know now players more and more are opting out of bowl games if they don't mean anything.
0: Well, Mike, do you also think it's interesting that now is the time that Matt Rule goes and gets on Good Morning Football? And and not to to read too far into the tea leaves here, but he got fired over a month ago. And the fact is, I mean, I understand needing to decompress and whatnot, but it seems strange to me. Not not only that he did an interview on Good Morning Football, but he also did uh, an interview with the 33rd team uh, the other day, which is a podcast network. Yeah. And and he did an interview with them earlier this week as well. And it's Back-to-back interviews within a week, and I hate to read the tea leaves here, but it's just strange to me some of the timing and some of the things he's saying, and it makes me wonder what's going on behind the scenes. The fact that this is the week that he's choosing to do interviews, the week that the college football season ends and the the week before he could potentially be announced at a a school, say, Nebraska.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and, okay, uh, so Leroy Jethro Gibbs on NCIS says, there is no such thing as coincidence. Um, so maybe your reading of tea leaves fits that, you know, we're to the point where we maybe need to read tea leaves and uh, this whole thing because Twitter's not doing us any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so maybe that's, maybe that's it. But it, it, it is, it certainly is curious that these things happen in this time frame, and the situation at Nebraska is this, you know, there is no bowl game. I was the last game. Everybody's anticipating something to happen, um, whether it's uh, Saturday or Sunday. It's probably not going to be Saturday, Mm -hmm. whether it's Sunday or Monday, probably. And and for him to say that, it's like you're flipping over the tea leaves there and you're seeing what's underneath.
1: Mike, a thought on on Luke Fickle, because that's the other name Mm -hmm. that there may be some mutual interest. And if you're you're Luke Fickle, do do you jump back to the Big Ten if given the right offer? and nebraska's nil uh, war chest w- would be very appealing
2: yeah uh, do, is there some sense that fickle wasn't interested in leaving the state of ohio or did i see that on twitter which i should have erased that immediately
1: <laughs> well he's um, never he's never left he's never been outside the state of ohio he's gone from ohio state to cincinnati
2: yeah i i knew that part i didn't know if there was more to it than that um he certainly understands the Big Ten, mm-hmm. you know, there's no question about that. Um, that's one of the things that you have to have, you know, whether you understand it from experience or you, in Rule's case, if you come in and you you learn quickly uh, what it's going to be because we don't probably want to go through another thing of what Scott Frost said when he came here was the Big Ten probably going to have to adjust to us. Not going to happen that way. I think you're going to have to adjust to the Big Ten, whoever the coach is. Um, and uh, Fickle wouldn't have wouldn't have to adjust from that standpoint because he has the experience in the Big Ten. I'm sure he understands it.
0: Mike, just gut instinct between the two, Rule on Fickle. Which name piques your interest more? And I ask this question; it's probably going to be somebody completely else out of left field that we're not even yeah. expecting right now. But those are the two hot names. Say between those two, who are you picking? You picking Luke Fickle? You picking Matt Rule?
2: I I would pick rule between those two. Um, But uh, again, you know, I I said from the beginning, I'd I'd like to have Mickey Joseph get the opportunity. Uh, The more this goes along, the more I think that's probably not going to happen. But um, I really think that uh, he's done a good job from the standpoint, obviously, wins and losses, if you evaluate that, is is not a good thing. But the relationships he's built with the players, And the attitude that he's established with the players, I think is really a significant accomplishment given the circumstances of how he got to be the interim head coach. But, you know, going back to your question of of those two, I'd say the rule probably.
1: Mike, about 30 seconds, Black Friday, give me away Nebraska gets out of Iowa city with an upset.
2: Um, Just keep on trucking. Just Keep doing what you've been doing, you know, and, and maybe the break is going to go your way finally, um, because I think this team is not going to give up. I think they're going to play hard. They're going to play to the end. Um, but you, you've got to be gritty and you got to be tough to play a team like Iowa, which that's what Iowa depends on to, to be successful and play some good defense.
1: Mike Babcock, Mr. Husker football historian, author, hall of famer at MD Babs on Twitter. Read him with Hail Varsity magazine, hailvarsity.com. Mike, best to you and your fam. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for double duty today, bud.
2: Thank you all. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Appreciate it. There he is, Mike Babcock with us. Uh, we're mowing forward here this first hour. Hail Varsity continues. We're presented by Currency.